0: Hey, this is Cynthia from Daily Devotion and realliferevised.com. I just wanted to thank you for waiting for us while we got our electrical and sound and audio and the mechanics of the program put back together. I tried a new microphone and thought it was working and it wasn't apparently. So I do apologize for that and we're back to the microphone that I was using that I know works. So until we get these details worked out and get our show intro completed and so on and so forth, I'm going to just continue on the way that we have been. So I'm keeping the um, program, my limit is 15 minutes. So let's see if we can stay within that today. So today we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 19 and this is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed. So as the scripture goes on, it talks about the two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. See, the the, um, prominent people of the time would sit in the city gate. And so when the two men came into the town, he invited them to come and stay with him. And they said, no, we'll spend the night in the square. But Lot insisted so strongly that they decided, okay, they were going to go to his house. So they went to his house to stay with him. And Lot prepared a meal for them and baking bread and they ate. And before they went to bed, all the men from that, every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. And they called out to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. And Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, no, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. And we're on verse 8. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. So I want to um, mark out that verse right there. That's a very disturbing uh, verse to me but you got to think about the culture of the time because when you extended your hospitality to someone that meant that they came under your protection and so that was a, a huge huge cultural uh, thing during that that time so as it goes on they're like no you know we want the men and what happens is is they begin to push lot to try to overtake him to come into the house but the, the two men who, who are, end up being angels, they push, they pull Lot back into the house, they shut the door, and they struck all the men that were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness, so they, could, they couldn't find the door. It's pretty extraordinary. And this is I want to show in verse 12. It says, the two men said to Lot, do you have anyone else here, sons-in-laws, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Want, want that's a question but it's very important anyone else in the city that belongs to you get them out of here or get yeah get them out here out here because we are going to destroy this place and the outcry to the lord against his people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it so lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who were pledged to marry his daughter and said hurry get out of this place because the lord is about to destroy it but his sons-in-law's he was joking. So with the coming of dawn the, the angels urged Lot, saying, Hurry, take your wife and your daughters who are here, and you will or you will be swept away when the city is punished. So he hesitated. The men grabbed his, grasped his hand in the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. So there was hesitation on Lot's part as well as his daughters and his wife. So as soon as they'd been brought out, one of them said, flee for your lives and don't look back. Don't stop anywhere in the plain, flee to the mountains or you'll be swept away. I think it's real important that we notice here that they're telling him to go to the mountains. And he he's like, no, I I don't I don't want to go to the mountains. If I have found favor, can I go over here uh, to the city that was nearby? So they said, okay, very, very well, you can go to Zor. So by the time Lot reached Zor, the sun had risen over the land, and the Lord had rained down the burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew the cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Now I've heard a lot of uh, sermons about that. I don't really even want to comment on what it could be. Uh, one of the likely uh, ideas is that since salt was a major trade of the area, uh, judgment engulfed her because her affections were th- with Sodom and not with the Lord. I don't know why she turned into salt, but she did. And so sometimes we just don't know. And early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. When he had uh, the chapter prior, we talked about how he interceded. And how important it is for us as Christians to be in that place where we're interceding for the lost, rather than raining down judgment on them. And, you know, we need to kill them, we need to destroy them, you know, fire and brimstone, we need to be praying God's mercy over them. And so Abraham, he, when he sees them, he sees that God destroyed the cities of the plain and he remembered. And so what happened, God remembered Abraham and he brought Lot out, okay? He protected Lot because of Abraham and because of his prayer. And I like back, as I I'd have already pointed out, that it says in verse 12, who belongs to you? Is there anyone else who belongs to you? And I will find myself... uh My husband and I were having this conversation on Sunday about those that belong to you. You know, we have an authority and things that belong to us, we have just by them being the nature of being connected to us by having our name. I'll say to people that come to me for ministry, when their children are in their household, back um, in Bible days, you know, when we were talking about Noah and his sons, uh, my husband and I on Sunday. How when Noah Noah and his sons uh, went into the ark, and the sons went because they were called by Noah's name, and they belonged under his household. Back in that day, there was a patriarch, and when you lived in his household, you belonged to him by authority issues. And I'm gonna well, that's important because later, as we get on into the New Testament, and we start talking about praying, and we switch this over from a physical realm into a spiritual realm, this matters. So we have here where Lot is willing to give his daughters over. We have um, the angels asking if there's anyone else that belongs to Lot because they will bring them out with him. The sons-in-laws don't want to go, so they're left and they're destroyed. And then we see here along around tw- somewhere between 20, verse 27 through 29, Abraham gets up and he looks towards Sodom and Gomorrah and he sees all the smoke rising from the land. And it's smoke like a furnace is what the scripture says. And I think it's important for as we go into this next portion that we see that Abraham can see Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot and his two daughters, they left Zor and settled in the mountain. So they ended up where the angels of the Lord had directed him to go in the first place, right? For he was afraid to stay in Zor. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. And one day the older daughter said to the younger daughter, our father is old. And there's no man around to give us children as the custom all over the earth. Now, she's very short sighted right here, because if we know that Abraham could see, then we know that there are other people around. We know if Abraham could see where lot, Sodom and Gomorrah was and where lot was, then they were within traveling distance to get to a relative, which there would be. And then there would be other people and and Abraham and Lot could have arranged husbands for them, right? But what happens so much here is that we are so focused on what is in front of us. All we can see is our situation right now. We don't see any other uh, answer to our problem or what we believe or perceive as an immediate problem that needs to be fixed right now. So as the chapter finishes out, what happens is... The daughter says, the older daughter does lie with her husband, or not with her husband, with her father. And then the the next night, the younger daughter does. And both of the daughters get pregnant from that um, night with their father. And the older names her son Moab, and he is the father of the Moabites. And then the younger daughter also had a son, and she named him Benami, and he is the father of the Ammonites today. So I want to point out just three things. First off, I think there's three things, there might be four, that Lot was willing to give his daughters to the men of the city. So to me, that's a blatant disrespect for who they are. I do know about the culture, but his protection of being the father who was to care for his daughters. So then you find at the end of the chapter, they have a blatant disrespect back for him because they go in and get him drunk and have this sexual relationship with him. And so we have the beginning of incest right here in the Bible. It shows right where it it started. And it was very short-sighted because of his two daughters. There, There were other men in the world. This was not their only option. And then those are, that was the one, I guess that's two things, but it's one. And then also I want to point out the part about who belongs to you. We need to remember that as we go uh, uh, throughout the, the scripture. And that Abraham was close and he saw and the angels preserved Lot and his family and everything called by his name that wanted to come out just because they belonged to Lot, but also because of the intercession of Abraham. So I just want to uh, leave you with that today. And again, apologize for any sound issues we have had in the last two weeks. I noticed I had probably, I don't know, probably five or six or maybe more than that uh, episodes that had absolutely no sound. And so if you've downloaded episodes with no sound, once again, I do apologize and I think that we've got that figured out. So I just want to bless you today and pray over you and pray over this word that God would bring it to our minds when we're in situations in which we think that there's no other way. So Lord God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for showing us even the the yucky stuff that happens, Lord. We know this this word of yours is true because it shows the good, the bad, and the ugly. And Lord, it shows us that there's hope for us because these people in this word really messed up in certain places, but you still love them. So Father, I thank you that you showed us prior in Genesis 18 about the intercession of Abraham to save the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Father, I think that you showed us Abraham's heart of mercy over the ones that would be destroyed. And so today, Lord, we know that at times your judgment has to come. But God, even in your judgment, you saved Lot and his family, those who would go and obey what you have said and so father i thank you that when we listen to your voice and we do what you what you say that we're saved and father i thank you that you give us this picture of lot and his daughters lord and i thank you lord that you can help to remind us that we don't get into this situation that father that we're not so short-sighted that we think that this situation is the only situation and we have to fix it but we know that this already happened once with ishmael and now lots two daughters are taking matters into their own hands and thinking they're fixing it, and actually they create more problems than they should. So Father, I ask that you would show us and remind us that we don't become like Lot's daughters to take things into our hands, or as Sarai did with her handmaiden Hagar, and she got Ishmael, and Lot's daughters got the Moabites and the Ammonites. So Father, I thank you for that, Lord God, and we bless you today, and I bless those who are listening.